Welcome back, y'all, to She Can Talk, the podcast. I am your host, Gongali, a.k.a. Colleen. Eat wings if you're looking for me on Instagram, Gongali MC if you're looking for that music. Or if you just want to hang out with me over here at the podcast, it is Colleen over here, She Can Talk. Or if you want to submit some music or follow me, do anything, figure out where we're going to be at performing, you can go over to that website, www.doerecords.com, doerecords.com. So as you know, thank you guys for tuning into another episode. Thank you for all, um, you know, I'm trying to get the video together. So thank you all for your patience with me. But with me, as you can see, I have my lovely guest, Ebony, you know what I'm saying? And I want to make sure I'm saying it correctly. The last name is a doubt because I feel like I always jack up people's names. How do you say your last yes, name? Yes, yes. So my maiden name is Douthit. Okay, I'm sorry. That's what I know you as. Okay. And what's your, what, do you, what do you want the people to know you as professionally? Professionally, I am currently Ebony Walker. Okay. And I apologize about that, Mrs. Walker. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> okay. So we have with us lovely, the beautiful Ebony Walker. Now, let me tell you, she's a dope-ass real estate agent. She is just like a um, strong Black woman. I've known her for years. Watched her just like work her way up to where she's at now. A woman I personally admire. And I reached out. I was like, yo, we can talk. I can talk. I want to have you on the show. I want to tell the people about you and use my platform to kind of share what you do. And as well, you know, bring in some uh, clientele if we can. So Ebony, give a little shout out to the people. You out there. Hey, y'all. Hey, yes. And thank you to you, Colleen. Um, it definitely means a lot that you've asked me to join you today. So yes, thank you. Anytime, anytime. You already know we have years. You already know. Um, I, yes. even, I'm going to say like this. When I was rough around some edges, Eb came through for me and I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? On some professionalism, on some like business stuff. And she, that's what I'm saying. She's a very business oriented woman. And that's why I was like, I need to um, share this gem with the world is, you know, do my part. So I'm going to get to some questions. Of course, normally what I would do is kind of tell the people what I've been doing last week, what I've been cooking, but I'm going to keep that short. Just go over to Colleen Eat Wings on Instagram. You'll see the food. I got some sauces I was trying out. You can check that out. I did some chicken with some Chick-fil-A sauce. Check that out. Um, I got some things up there. I got some reviews that are coming up so you can tune in over there. I'm not going to bore you out with what I've been cooking. I'm not going to bore you out with what I've been doing, but I also did a freestyle for DMX, so I can check that out on Gongoli MC, a little tribute. Normally I would go into the details and all that, but I'm not gonna hold up Ebony, we, it's Ebony time this week. So um, I wanna get into some questions. Are you ready, Eb? I wanna get into some questions. I'm ready, I'm excited, let's go. Okay, perfect. So first and foremost, we know you are Ebony Doubted Walker, okay? And um, real estate agent is who I know you are as, but I want you to tell the people from your mouth to our ears, who are you and where are you from? Okay, so that's a great question. Look, mouthful, but I think we only got an hour, so I'll keep it kind of short for you. No, no, give me what you can. I'm <laughs> so, with you. Um, absolutely. So I am originally from Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh -huh. um, I'm just a hometown girl that had big dreams, you know. Um, as far as on a personal level, I love sports and play basketball and all that kind of good hey. stuff, but I'm just and the last thing I say is that I'm a mother of three, um, three beautiful teenagers, you might as well say. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's that's me from Cincinnati, Ohio, down here in Tampa, Florida. So that's going to lead me to my next question. You are in Tampa. I met you in Tampa. And being from Cincinnati, mm -hmm. what brought you to Tampa? Great question. Great question. So originally being from Ohio, I actually went to college in Alabama. Um, while I was in Birmingham, Alabama, I 
became employed by T-Mobile and I decided to transfer um, from the Birmingham office to the Tampa office. Now, I'm going to give you all a little bit more juice than that. I'm not going to keep it just as a surface. Okay. (laughs) So I was having some issues within my um, first marriage. And um, it seemed as if the best outlet may be a change of environment. Mm -hmm. Um, So he and I elected to look at different areas. Um, And it just so presented itself that there was a position just like mine that was in Birmingham available in Tampa, Florida. Um, So I applied, interviewed, and I was able to to get the job and, and transfer to Tampa, Florida. Okay. And just to let the people know, that's where I met you at. I currently work for T-Mobile and um, that was actually probably like the second team I've been on, you know, at that job. And um, yeah, you were like my, my senior, what was it? The senior expert? What was the position? Senior expert. Yeah, I was. I was the financial care senior expert. Yeah. And you were my mentor also, which is when I say I was rough around the edges because, you know, the Bronx comes out. (laughs) If people know, if you know me, you know. The Bronx comes out and Ed was right there like, uh-uh, girl, come here, let me talk to you. And, you know, we kind of, and also just kind of helped me along the way with the T-Mobile way because I was not familiar. I was right. brand new to the company right. Right. and the whole custom. And it is like a lifestyle in the culture. So I would say you helped me acclimate, you know, quickly and kind of like, you know, start, am- yeah, start creating like a, a career path. And I remember you were like, get your binder out take these notes you see, i remember this years later how many years ago was that Ev? you was like exactly i mean you that do was, document that was yeah but let me tell you that advice that you gave me although it was for t-mobile i used that for other aspects of professionalism and business as well like you know document your your accolades document what you're doing so that way when it comes back Absolutely. around we can speak to it so shout out Absolutely. to Ev for that thank you and um yeah you're so, so that's what of course. So are you still at T-Mobile or what are you doing now? So, I yeah, I am still I am still at T-Mobile. And just to kind of piggyback off of what you said, just a little bit about me, um, you know, as I've grown into the woman that I am now and still becoming, mm-hmm. something that I found in my younger years is that I didn't have many people to be able to reach out and pull me up. So I had to go through the struggle, make the mistakes and learn on my own. Um, But that's something I never wanted to see another woman have to do. You know, we already faced a number of obstacles. So if I could clear the path for you to be able to see your vision a little bit easier and get there a little bit faster. I'm just all all about that. Definitely. I am the same way, and I you you're a woman of my own heart. That's why I love you so much, girl. Because for real, I feel the same way. I feel like pay it forward. Whatever you learn, you know what I'm saying. I think it is a, a great. That's a blessing, a double blessing to be able to yes. not only receive the lesson, but to be able to pay it forward and share it with someone else. So I I do the same thing, and I commend you for that. I thank you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, nine, absolutely. Nine plus years later at T-Mobile, I thank you, girl. So yeah. Right. Yeah, right. so now, that's going to lead me to, I'm sorry, what were you going to say if you're going to say something? No, I was going to say, I mean, your question about me still being with T-Mobile, yes. like, yeah, you did introduce and say that I'm in real estate, and mm-hmm. yes, I am, um, but I am still with T-Mobile. I've been there for 10 years, okay. um, and fabulous company to work for, um, but yeah, I, I do real estate as well as T-Mobile as well. Nice. Now, what I like about, um, just to piggyback off of you as well, with T-Mobile, they don't really stop you from pursuing your dreams or pursuing entrepreneurship you know so I want to shout them out for that and what made you like say okay I have a nice career because you've been there 10 years and you know at this point it's a career at T-Mobile what made you say hey I want to venture into real estate nah that's a great question um and I I I actually 
have um, struggled with answering this question uh, with the truth. However, today, Colleen, you're going to get can the talk. truth of the matter. We're getting the exclusive. Okay, Mama, go ahead. <laughs> All right. So um, I, the first question you asked me, I ended up telling you my first husband. So mm -hmm. I've been married twice. Okay. Um, my second marriage, I actually spent a short, brief moment in time <laughs> in Augusta, Georgia. Mm -hmm. um, and that's because, again, I married somebody who wanted to leave the scenery. So I left oh, okay. Tampa and I went to Augusta. Um, but he didn't come with me. He ain't come, Colleen. He ain't even go. He ain't go. So but he initiated a move and didn't go? Initiated a move and he, he didn't go. So okay. I, I literally sold everything that I had and I went to, to Augusta. Um, being unhappy in Augusta, I decided to move back to Tampa, Florida. When I moved back to Tampa, Florida, I had like literally nothing, mm -hmm. to be honest with you. Um, I had been back for about two weeks. I had a horrible uh, car accident that left me in the hospital wow. for about a week. Um, and I mean, I was down on my luck and I thought about it and I said, okay, if I work every two weeks and work a little bit of overtime, um, in here, I, that's not really going to help because I'm salary. So right. I, I don't have the ability to make extra income. And I thought about it. I said, I watch all this reality TV and I see all these people doing this multi-million dollar okay. listings and talking about how much they commission checks are. Hmm. And I looked and said, I have three children. And this is what my my salary cap is with mm -hmm. this company. There's no way that I can make the moves or recover from what I am um, currently going through financially by just simply working this job. Right. So I looked into going to real estate school. Now, that's exactly what I did for approximately, nice. I don't know, like two months. I attended real estate school. Okay. So was it two months to complete everything? So that's what got me there. So let's say this, um, it took me about two months to complete the course itself. Mm -hmm. When I first attempted to take the test, I did not pass that test. Okay. I did not pass at all. Well, um, you know what they said, first from that you don't point, succeed. I decided I, you try try again. Right. Well, in this instance, I waited about eight months, about eight months I waited. Mm -hmm. um, and I decided to go to a weekend prep course and they prepared me right for that exam. And I went in there and took it and aced it and hit the I hit the ground running. Amen. So are you, cause I know um, when you started out initially, did you just do your own, like your goal, was it to be like your own real estate agent, have your own company or are you with in a real estate group right now? How, how are you selling? Okay. Mm -hmm. So great question. Um, when you get into real estate, there really isn't like a handbook that you get traditionally when you start another job. It's just great. You have your license, figure it out from that point. Right. Um, so in order to be able to practice real estate, you have to work underneath a broker. Okay. Um, and I was introduced to a particular broker who I felt met, I mean, met the needs I had at the time. Um, but quickly I noticed that there weren't a lot of people around me that I could um, learn from, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. They weren't really producing the volume in which I would have wanted to. Right. Um, and I was offered the opportunity to work with a great, great person. Her name is Camilla. Nice. Um, and I joined her team and I switched brokerages and I'm okay. currently with Caldwell Banker at the time. Um, and I work under a group it's called KBA group. Um, and I, it's just phenomenal. Um, the same way that I've allowed myself, um, you know, to mentor other people and, mm -hmm. and guide them along the way, Camilla has allowed herself to, you know, or afforded me the time rather, um, to be able to teach me some of the things that, uh, that make you successful in real estate. 
That is so dope. So that's going to lead to my next question. I'm so happy to hear that your mentor was also a woman, also mm-hmm. a woman that's, you know, paying it forward and showing you the way as a woman in real estate or, you know, yeah, real estate. Um, do you see a lot of difference or difficulties or any obstacles at all being a woman and maybe perhaps a woman of color as a real estate agent? Yeah, I mean, I can definitely uh, speak about some of the obstacles. I mean, one we just discussed, there's no handbook to real estate. Right. Um, so either you figure it out on your own or you luckily can come across somebody that will teach you. Um, to talk about being a woman of color, and I'm not sure if anybody else feels this way, um, but some of the obstacles that I found, um, especially dealing with the racial tension that we have, um, you know, Recently, currently within the yeah, state. Current times. I do not, I don't feel as comfortable maybe walking in a neighborhood to solicit business, you know, um, where some people decide, hey, I want to go door knock. I'm a very personable person. I think that I could really generate a lot of business by doing so, but I just don't think that right now uh, with everything going on, and I know personally, I just, I'm not comfortable. And I I feel like that's an obstacle for me, um, you know, to have to overcome. I mean, there's been times when I've been, you know, in a particular neighborhood showing a house and I'm asked, you know, why are you here? You know, a lady Mm -hmm. just actually stood there and, you know, watched me from a fence um, to see exactly what I was doing. Um, I mean, it it can be quite uncomfortable. Um, You just have to be as cautious as you possibly can. Um, Outside of the racial tension, um, I think that some people get into real estate and they don't realize like you're your own business owner at this mm-hmm. time you're kind of breaking up there can you hear me okay can you, area. can you hear me i can hear you now are you able to repeat what you say you were saying something about what people don't realize is your your own business owner and then it kind of froze correct Okay. Right. So essentially with you being your own business owner, you don't really have anybody to do checks and balances to make right. sure your commissions are right. Mm-hmm. Or when you enter into a deal, what to do and what not to do. Um, so those are a lot of obstacles. I think not only new agents face, but I mean, if you're an agent and you haven't learned it, you're going to face it. Um, you know, each deal that you have to go through. So like, for example, I see when, um, you, you're having a closing, you're actually at the closing. Like you're really involved with your clients. Um, Agreed. Yeah. And I see that you even give like amazing housewarming gifts that you'll have in yeah. there waiting for them. I love it. I love it, Eb. So I want to know, <laughs> like, is that something that is required or is that something that, you know, cause I like the extra touch, you know, and I can't lie. I don't, you know, I don't recall when I bought my house in 2016, if you know, my um, real estate agent was that personable, because, um, you know, we'll leave it at that. They weren't. Well, uh, look, I-, <laughs> I just want to know, is this something well, that they require first, you? Because it's pretty dope. I like it. OK, well, first, I want to say thank you for noticing and saying that my gifts are dope. Yeah, because I just wonder, like, do people think these things are corny or do they like? No, them? no. Um, but no, it's definitely not a requirement. Um, while I've only done real estate for almost three years, I've been in customer service for over 15. Right. Um, and it's very important that you incorporate things that you've learned in life, um, working for different corporations in order to make your business successful. Um, working for T-Mobile, I learned that it's not about what your needs are. It's about the needs of the consumer, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, so as I run my business, Um, That's what I know is going to, you know, give me that extra edge of competition or extra edge over the next person as far as competition is concerned. Um, So what I like to do is I like to be there because you're actually signing paperwork at closing. 
Um, you may have questions about you that. Feel, you feel like so, you're signing your life away at close it. You absolutely <laughs> yes. you are. You yes. are, depending upon how much that house is. Right. <laughs> you are. Um, but I, I want my clients to feel like from the from the beginning to the end that I was able to support them. Um, I don't want them to have to turn to a stranger that they've only met five minutes ago and have to ask them important financial questions or what is this term or anything right. of that nature. I want them to feel comfortable in, um, in what they're doing. So I do attend um, every closing that I have. Um, and then what I attempt to do as well um, is I try to get to know my client if it's not somebody that I already know personally mm -hmm. across our journey. Like sometimes I'm even like a little kind of weird. I'll stalk you on Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> stuff like that. Get but an idea. You get to know so that who you're dealing with, you know, and, and it also exactly. gets to know what they like if you're trying to sell exactly. them something. Yeah. Exactly. So when I gather that information, I put together like a gift um, basket or whatever nice. for my client. But I do have something I want to plug real quick for y'all. Um, I have had other people tell me that they were, you know, super interested in the gifts that I provide people. So I'm actually starting my own Ebony uh, Dream Homes candle line, nice. um, as well as the um, wood art that you can either put on the outside of the home or inside as well. So definitely keep a lookout for that. My so candles are already because I don't ever want you to waste any time. Like once we're done, I want you to give all of your contact information. And what we're going to do is put it up on oh, the absolutely. screen here. And I'm also going to put in the <laughs> okay. contact for sure. So yes, girl. And I want some candles. Uh, I'm a I little jealous you. right now. I didn't know it was a thing. I thought it was just for closings. Now I need a couple of candles so I can light the house up. Yes. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I want to keep all your contact information at the end. So you can just kind of go through it. But, um, and we can get through these questions because we know I did give you the side topic for us to talk about. So I want us to get through this and we could talk about it a little bit and get some insight. But um, so my next question is, so you did answer about the real estate. Let me see here. Now, um, you know, for like being a mentor and saying for someone else, man or woman, whoever wants to become a real estate agent. And you did say some key things like, you know, you have to remember that you are your own uh -huh. business owner. You have to remember that, um, you, you know, you have to have your own initiative to kind of go and get this. And you kind of have to keep in corp, you know, mm -hmm. great other life skills, but like based on everything you've been through to get to where you're at right now. And I think you're at a very successful point and I don't see nothing but upwards and onward you know what i'm saying for you so i want to know what would you say to somebody <laughs> like yes you're welcome i'm not saying personally me but let's say it's me fresh clean slate what would you say to someone that wants to start on the journey for real estate like what would be the biggest thing that you would tell them overall like what would be the piece of advice you would give to them well um I will say there are three components to the major thing that I would tell them. Mm -hmm. um, one is coming out the gate. Um, you're not going to be a millionaire. It, it's not going to happen, mm -hmm. but you have to sow the seeds that are necessary for you to be able to get there. Um, so within like the first year, um, you're going to sprinkle those seeds. That second year, you're going to see the spring blossom from those seeds. Mm -hmm. So definitely don't get discouraged when you first come out um, thinking that, no, I want to give up. I'm not really selling homes. Um, but those things that you do, passing out cars, letting people know who you are, that's sowing your seeds and you yes. will reap the reward of getting clients um, within six months to a year after doing so. So patience. Um, I say the second, pa absolutely, patience. Yes. Okay. Patience is definitely the key to this. Um, also, what I recommend too is a lot of people try to come out and they want to be so different. I want to be different. 
No. Go on Instagram, Facebook, look at the people who you deem as being successful in the industry. And you want to try to mimic what they're currently doing as far as their marketing style, things like that. There's nothing wrong with that. It's very important. The last thing um, that I would say is invest in a CRM. And that's a client relationship management tool. Okay. And it's very important. It may seem minute um, at the beginning because you may not have a lot of clients, mm-hmm. um, but it's you're very freezing. important in building okay. that relationship. Once you sell a home. Oh, okay. No, you're good. You're um, good it's very important in building that appropriate it's very important uh, when building that relationship that you keep constant contact. You're reaching out for holidays, birthdays to the clients that you've already sold to, mm-hmm. because guess what? They're not going to stay in their house forever, right? right? They're going to sell more property. They may want additional property and you want to stay on the forefront of their mind. So being able to have a great um, client relationship management tool is called a CRM. Mm-hmm. It's just very important. So those are the three things I would say um, to someone starting out. Um, that are very necessary, which is patience, great marketing that allows you to mimic others that are currently in the business and making sure that you invest in a good CRM. And sometimes your broker will actually provide that to you. Nice. Let me tell you, maybe as time go on, I see you being like maybe a trainer or holding your own classes when it like, regards to because it sounds like this is the energy I'm feeling here, sister girl. What's, what, is that something that's on your- it? Let me tell you, absolutely. I, you, I do you remember when I told you that I wanted to interview you that I'm going to give you just basic five questions, but we go on from there based on, yes. so I got a few questions for you now, but um, is that something okay. on your mind? Is that something that you want to do? Cause I see that for you, Ebony. Look, I'm going to tell you, Colleen, stay out of my room. <laughs> um, and the reason why I say that is I have this big white um, dry erase board in my room and I nice. write the different um, business ideas and things that I plan to execute on. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of those things. Um, currently, I am going through a mentorship to become nice. a coach, um, both life coach as well as um, coaching people to being successful real estate agents as well. Okay. Um, the information that I'll provide you towards the end will allow them to go to a link that's currently under construction um, but it will allow you to purchase a guide for me um, or you can do a guide plus a seminar or you could do a guide seminar and one-on-one coaching with me as well nice okay make sure this information is going to be at the end and i I, i'm at a weird angle here so i'm I'm looking at you this way but then i gotta look over here to talk to the people (laughs) it's okay you guys save these links that will be provided at the end because trust me you if you're not loving ebony the way i love her already trust me you will so just you'll get there stay in touch Stay in touch. So let me turn back yes. this way. Ebony, so what I thought about, um, you know, just like um, I, another thing that I do on She Can Talk is talk about like TV shows and stuff like that. A couple of the shows I've been watching recently, ironically highlight like, you know, different, you know, generational times or whatever. And one thing I seen up there that was, you know, very... Um, um, prolific back in our, in, not our days, because it's like maybe our granny's days, like in the 50s and 60s, right. redlining was redlining in real estate. And then now, like present day, you see like a lot of, you know, us moving into these real yeah. estate, in these neighborhoods. Are you seeing any, like, right. and I know you said like, you know, you probably went out to the neighborhood. Do you get, or, and I'm going to say like maybe necessarily your company, but have you come across anything like that where they'd be like, you know, sh- you know, try to shy customers away from, and I- I'm going to tell you the reason why I'm asking this question once you answer, but shy away from certain uh-huh. neighborhoods or anything like that. Have you ever seen anything like that? 
Um, I really, at this time, um, I haven't had one client necessarily shy away from a neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Um, and I haven't had one seller to my knowledge, you know, not accept an offer, you know, from someone, um, based on now, I also feel like there are certain steps that have been taken to estate, um, that maybe there aren't necessarily rules, but help kind of eliminate those things. Like mm-hmm. back in the day, I think when you got ready to sell your home, the owners were there too, to maybe meet the people that were buying the home. And Nowadays, prove, yeah. very rare. In fact, we, right. In fact, we discourage the sellers unless, you know, they really say, I want to say, um, from even being in the home, right. you know, when buyers come. And I think that that unsaid rule or recommendation eliminate, eliminates that possibility of somebody doing that. Um, and, and when you brought up redlining, um, it, it was kind of, I'm not going to lie to you. I had no earthly idea why really? so many of our grandparents um, and uh, even our parents didn't own real estate. And I had the opportunity to kind of um, see a video that discussed how there were certain things that were written in the contracts where you couldn't sell to blacks, And that included having any type of bloodline. Like Mm -hmm. if you didn't even identify as yourself as being an African-American. It's not like you've watched some of the shows Um, I've been watching lately. (laughs) Because I saw that recently. Yeah. And I was like, wow. So you can't even sell it to someone, even if they have a drop of African-American blood in them. Right. So um, most of the communities and mortgage companies and things of that nature didn't allow for us to do so. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're a little bit behind as a culture due to some of the rules and regulations that were imposed on us um, during that time frame. Um, And and that's the reason why, I mean, I'm not going to say that I I just reach out to African-Americans. I want everybody to be able to um, experience the whole dream. Um, But us being able to now um, come out and buy homes freely, um, that's just as important as it is when women were, were afforded the option to be able to vote. Right. Um, so we need to make sure mm-hmm. that we take advantage of the things that are now afforded to us. Girl, I could talk to you for like four hours, just to let you know, <laughs> seriously. But you hit it right. I, I right. just wanted to know, like, if, and the reason why I asked that question is two reasons. So, and, two, and I'm not going to give away no names, but if he probably watching, he'll see it. But I had to fire a real estate agent when I was looking <laughs> for a house, right? So let me tell you how it goes. Cause I feel like the same thing. One of my things is like, I was telling one of my past guests, she was talking about, she's a makeup specialist and a, a beauty specialist. Okay. And we was talking about finding your tribe. I feel in everything we do from, you know, getting your hair done to looking for your home, you know, regardless of where you want to live or the neighborhood, you need to kind of find your tribe to help you with that. If that makes any sense. And the reason exactly. why, um, it when does. I was, in 2016, you know, you when you met me, it was like what 2013, 12. We was 13. Not, 13 mm-hmm. We weren't really thinking of we were just getting here. We just got here, you know. So we weren't thinking about buying a house. A couple of years later, we started getting to the market. So we weren't familiar with every all the areas, you know. I know what I liked, I know where I wanted to live. So I'm looking around. So you know how they're like, oh, look on the list, get some addresses, and then we'll, you know, meet up and go look at the house. So every house or every address I had. This real estate agent had a counter hood house, if that makes any sense. And so, like one area in particular, like I wouldn't have even driven through there. Like if somebody would have been, girl, come to my party at my house. I'm sorry, I would have to decline because I just don't know if my car gonna be safe. And some, and I'm not judging nothing because mm-hmm. I'm, I've been all over. I don't, I don't care, to, you know, but you know what I'm saying. Not to live and rest my head and put my investments in, you know. 
And I was just like, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, damn, am I bugging out? You know, so really and truly, when I actually went to buy my house, we ended up firing that real estate agent because we came and looked at the house ourselves. And ironically, just to say that I, I'm not going to say I experienced race. It was just that one isolated incident because the seller's real estate agent, you would have thought he was down with Dukes of Hazards the way he looked. But he was amazing. He was amazing. And he right. rallied for us. And he did his thing like he was my agent. Like he ended up being like a dual agent for us during the closing. Right. But um, all that to exactly. say that. I found this house that I'm in now and I was like, Hey, you know, I'm gonna put an offer on it, but how am I going to tell the guy? I don't want him to, I don't want him to get a commission off of this. Cause I found my house, you know? So right. I kind of right, felt right. like, I felt like I was being redlined all that to say in 2016, and, you know? Right. And that's the possibility. Um, I, I'm almost positive. Look, it's been a while since I went to the class now, mm-hmm. um, but I'm almost positive. It's called steering. Um, where I'm trying to point you in the direction where I feel as if right. culturally or for right. whatever reason um, you'll be in this particular neighborhood. And that is a possibility. Um, on that end of things, I really wouldn't um, come across it because that's a business owner. And that's what he's electing to do. Instead of you telling him what you want, he's telling you where he feels you need to go. Right. Um, and that's just not a good look. At I mean, all. The and only no, time that I'm telling review, somebody... Girl. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. The only time you're going to hear me say, hey, we may not need to go over there is when you get that pre-approval letter. I mean, if you're pre-approved for 200, 300, we're not going to Davis Island. (laughs) But (laughs) that's because that's based upon what you were approved for, right? you know, Um, but but no, I mean, I, I don't mind um, taking anybody. In fact, you are strongly urged not to discuss safety concerns with clients, um, your opinion of neighborhoods with clients, because that makes you legally liable at that point if anything happens, happens right. um, because you that. are a professional. So now, my thing, so, well, I, I, mean, I would say he was doing a reverse. He was trying to like sell the hood. Like, yeah, it's nice. You see that barbecue pit over there? Like, what, dude? <laughs> what? Yeah, right. you know, it was crazy because so, he felt like because most likely I don't want to speak from, but most likely he he was trying to say that this is where you should be. Right. Which and, is uh, not a good look. Not a good look. <laughs> and, and, and let me tell you, Ebony, I did not give a good review like on wherever sites. There you go. You know, because I don't I don't know what you think I look like, but I am connected. So there you go. Merry Christmas. Exactly. So um, exactly. And then also, like, just to say, like, for example, in the 70s in um, New York, my grandmother, she worked for New York Telephone Company and she was probably well, she was the first homeowner. And, you know, as far as in my generation of family, you know, what I'm saying and she got her house through a program through her job ironically it was almost Mm -hmm. like how you know how t-mobile would send you to school type of thing so it was like um if you hear you make it sound you know x amount of money whatever you qualify for the house and back in the 70s and let me say i heard this story like recently from like my mom my parents whatever but back in the 70s my grandmother purchased the house for like eleven thousand dollars built up from the house brand new we grew Mm -hmm. up in this house as kids everything right you know what i'm saying and then she sold that house for like half a million dollars because it's new york and then moved to florida so my grandma was the first person to show me about real estate and showed you know to mm-hmm. take that risk because real estate is a risk but you can't be scared you have to like you know jump in so I just wanted to ask you because um for, well, I wanted to ask you about the red line thing because back in her time where they moved to it was Long Island where initially that red line started 20 years prior to her moving there and it was mm-hmm. still hard mm-hmm. so ironically 
their home and that neighborhood that they built for the black community to get in this program so they can have more people come out and live in that area because it was it was a stimulus they just wanted more people for the shopping more economics to support their town but you know i digress but um they built it on an indian (laughs) burial ground you hear me like the neighborhoods were built on indian burial grounds like up in you know new york so it's crazy and you would think damn they got indian burial grounds in new york but yeah years later we found that out too but that's why the homes were maybe affordable but at the same time now you look at it as beautiful neighborhoods with black people living in it and i just seen that i just think we need more of that it was like a rush in the 70s of it and then it stopped you know and then when it came to our generation we right. didn't really have much to to go off of because i grew up in an apartment you know what i'm saying so we didn't have much to grow off of you know from there but i'm grateful now that we're in positions to a buy homes sell homes and discuss the opportunity so i want to thank you for that also invest. yeah oh, exact and invest because that's my next step here uh, me personally like i'm looking at land as we speak so we might talk about that off air um ebony so another thing i want to talk to you about like <laughs> as a um real estate agent sometimes it takes i would say i would equate it to like any other hustle like music or um anything you're trying to do like if you're trying to you got to put your, you got to thrust yourself into it with children and uh, and your husband how is that how is it the work-life balance right now like how does that work Look, like, i'm i'm a kid Catch it up. I'm gonna catch you up right now. I kept his last name, but I'm divorced. Look, so I'm I'm a single mom. Okay, okay. This. So I'm gonna answer the question in that way, right? Okay. So um it it, it has posed itself to be quite difficult um as time has progressed. Uh, when I first became a real estate agent, I didn't have much clientele. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, work-life balance was not hard. Um, now that I have clients, you know, that I have to go to and tend to, um, during the week, real estate is not a job that you clock into and clock out of. Right. Um, it's almost like being on call 24 hours a day. Now it's up to you to be able to set those boundaries, um, with clients, letting them know when you can contact and things of that nature. But Mm -hmm. something about my business is that I like to be open 24 hours. I like for people to be able to text me and call me and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Um, so when I say that it posed itself as a bit difficult, it's because that I was giving too much of myself with a lack of organization. Okay. Um, so now that I've understand or I understand the importance of having that CRM that I discussed earlier, um, as well as planning things. Um, I'm the type of person I'm going to say, yes, I'm available when I know that I told three other people that I was available <laughs> at one o'clock on the same day. Right. <laughs> I don't do that. No, any I understand. Longer. Um, I, understand I, mean, that. I used to be like that as well. Completely understand. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, I would say that now it's just been um, just it's been smooth, smooth runnings for me um, because I understand the balance that's necessary. Okay. Um, being a single mother, I have kids that are in sports, you know, so if you have a game, then I'm blocking out from four to eight o'clock. There's nothing that I can do during that time. Right. Um, and then also to kind of touch on the mentoring standpoint, a friend of mine reached out to me because I said I was a bit overwhelmed and told me about somebody that got their license. Um, So I take her around with me to kind of teach her my techniques and things of that nature. Um, And I share um, with her um, if necessary. I don't want anybody out just working for free. Um, So if I can't go show somebody a property, then, hey, I'll call her and say, hey, you'll go show this property. We can discuss commission if they decide to move forward. Um, So being able to expand your circle, trust others and things of that nature have made it very easy, um, uh, much easier than it was when I first started. Nice. (laughs) 
Okay. Okay. Well, sure. I, and I hope I ain't prying, but I have to ask, was your career changes or any of those decisions that you made to, you know, Hey, look, I'm going to take this initiative to get my money up. Do, did that play a factor? Like, cause let me tell you, this is going to sidetrack. Cause I told you I go into different questions I've been watching and I don't mm-hmm. like to big up anything like this on my show, but there's another, um, you know, blogger podcaster named Kevin Samuels. I'm pretty sure you might've heard of him. The guy that he says like high value men, high value women, et cetera. So, um, he was saying that, you know, like, you know, he, he has different views about like men and women and what causes relationships not to work, et cetera, not to go all deep to the left like that. But one of the things he said is that, um, women try to compete with men. You know what I'm saying? Do, mm-hmm. do you think it was any t- sort of competition that caused the breakup or anything like that? And I'm not, not without prying or going deep. I don't need to know, you know, it could be a yes or no, oh, that's it, you know, but no, I'm no, just no, saying no. like, we can pry because I see that with a lot of career women, if that make any sense, you know what I'm saying? Like women, just like mm-hmm. with any man, you know, we like, for example, if it was the shoe on the other foot and it was your husband trying to be a real estate agent and shift careers, mid career and do that, you know, make that change. You still have to, take the kids to school and make sure they go to their basketball games and their football games and still cook and do everything you have to do. The house can't stop. You know, the family can't stop. So on the flip side though, it kind of, sometimes you see it where they'll be like, what are you doing? Like you, this is the routine, you know, you can't switch it up, you know, or why are you switching it up? You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm not switching it up and it can't, it can become competitive. So I just wanted to know, was it anything like that, that can happen, that happened? Cause I've seen it happen with other women that are professional and trying to just do, you know, get their thing on, get they, they hustle on. Right. Right. So I'm going to answer this question with two parts. Um, okay. Like what happened to me on a personal level and then just my opinion, like overall with Gotcha. It. That's what I want to hear. So, my- um, <laughs> so like, of course I'm not in either one of those guys heads who I was married to. Right. Um, however, um, I strongly believe that my decisions to pursue a career further than where I was when I met both of them um, definitely played a major factor um, in the way that we uh, communicated or dealt with one another. Okay. Um, I don't feel as if I was in competition personally, um, but I feel as if it created a competition within our relationship um, because, and I, this is again, maybe a personal opinion, um, but I feel as if when a woman does make the same amount or more than you know their male counterpart it can create some type of tension because mm-hmm. typically we there's a need um there when we are with our significant other um you know financially or whatever right. have you um but that's kind of lost a little bit when you exceed or er- at the same financial level as them um i don't of course i'm not saying that that's the only factor however i think that that was a major factor that contributed to the additional issues that we had within our marriage let me tell you um, honey i've sure. been there I mean, not not in my present relationship but i too was married before you know i digress mm-hmm. on that but yeah i can totally relate to that as well as far as like i mean just just reflecting back on certain things that were said you know to me um, during our marriage and even after we've elected to separate and go our separate ways some of the things that are said kind of allude to the fact that there were concerns about like you think that you're you know yeah. that type of stuff and it's like well no but I see that you do right right and see <laughs> so that's the thing that the guy Kevin Samuels he says he's like women try to be like men they try to make the money like men but mm-hmm. why shouldn't we like I want my kids so, to go to a good school I want them to live in a good neighborhood you know <laughs> 
So listen, I was just talking to a friend about this earlier and jokingly, I'll connect the two. This is a joke, but then I'll also say on the opposite end, like really okay. how I feel. But I was saying that in 2008, um, Webby came out with that song, I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D. She got her old house. You know all that. She got her own house. Work two jobs. You know what? You know what? That's going to be the song I'm going to end this episode with. Because every episode, <laughs> I end it with a song that kind of ties up the episode. Thank you, Ab. That's the song we're going to play after go. this episode. There you go. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go. go ahead. 2008. It's okay. So yes. 2008. And, mm -hmm. and jokingly, I say 2008. But in reality, when I look at the transformation that the relationships that we're looking at currently have gone through, mm -hmm. um, realistically, I say that that's even a part of the, the turnaround. Um, and the reason why I say this <laughs> is because um, we don't pay attention to how much media controls how we interact with one okay. another. Um, yes. And I say around that, that time frame is when it was sent out the message where rap, R&B, all of it went from the man taking care of the woman, how much money he <sighs> spends on you, how he provides you with gifts and showers I, I to agree. why am I having to do this? You need to provide for yourself. You need to be able to bring money to the table. What are you offering the man? You and know, that I mentality switch. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, that I, mentality I, switch. No, 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 it's okay. Um, I just say that that mentality switch definitely, definitely plays a part in um, how we as women now have to conduct ourselves because it wasn't a natural choice. Um, naturally, I am not the one that wants to be the provider. Now, I will do it if forced to do so. Right, right. Um, but you all, when I say you all, I mean men, mm -hmm. um, took on that mentality that a man, that a woman needs to bring the same, if not more to the table without it, with, you know, in order for you to consider that she's acceptable. Right. So you all changed the game on us as far as what you expect from us. So no agree. longer is it no longer is it that we can lean on you and rely on you. We have to lean on ourselves. So when you do those type of things and you make people, you know, live without you over years, we become I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. And we'll sell it too. Hey. <laughs> Let me tell you. Work so two I, jobs. Okay. <laughs> Been there. And let me tell you, to piggyback on that, right? Around the same time, R&B, remember Neil had a song, Miss Independent. And I was in Virginia Beach at the time. And literally every morning, and I was working two jobs at that time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like literally mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. 7 a.m. Mm -hmm. to midnight. I was caking, but I, it was work. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm trying, I'm mm -hmm. like, I want to get the studio. I'm trying to do these things. I'm, I'm trying to buy equipment. So you, they start thinking about the shit you need, right? Every exactly. morning, that was my motivational song. Like, not even realizing I was mentally conditioning myself. You know what I'm saying? Yes, like, absolutely. Every morning, like, absolutely. I couldn't even get dressed. I couldn't even, like, I had to, where's my shit? I got to put on Neo. Miss Independent. Now I'm getting ready. Now I can leave out the door, get, get in the car, go to work. And that was the song. So exactly. I'm just thinking about what I've done. And, and I could completely mm -hmm. agree with you on that. Like, it's true. Yeah, it, it, it happened. And me, not social media, but media, period, definitely does drive that. Because, for example, it plays it. Let's go a couple of years prior to that, where you had, um, you know, Little Kim, very promiscuous, um, Foxy Brown, like this, you know, even Salt and Pepper. Let's talk about sex. It was very sexual yep. in nature. Then there's exactly. the generation that followed behind it. 
You know what I'm saying? It was like, hey, you know, we're going to get the plastic surgery. Like, for example, when Little Kim got plastic surgery for the first couple of times, it was shocking. It was taboo. Like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. black people don't do that. Then she can right, right, generation right. to be like, hey, now we do that. And it's not say I have nothing against plastic surgery. I'm just saying like, it's like, hey, it's normal. It's so is normalized, you know? So it's the same thing with yeah. like the independence is like, You've been telling us we got to get our own stuff. You got, you've been telling us, like, if my you can't have a hoopty and be with me, um, Kanye tell you, you need to be, exactly. be a designer shit. You know what I'm saying? So what exactly. am I supposed to do? But exactly. go get the designer shit and go get the um expensive foreign rip. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And exactly. do that. So. And see, the thing, the thing about it is, mm-hmm. and of course, I can't speak for men, but I think holistically the idea was to put it out there. But I don't think that they understood the movement that they created. You know, women in and of ourselves have pretty much been self-sufficient for the most part, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and for them to say, hey, no, you need to come to the table with this. It's not a competition. It's just, oh, buddy, I'm gonna make sure that I'm secure. And I think that they don't like that. Hence what I went through in my marriages. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I don't think that they like it. I think that they see us as competition um, because, and, and I'll say from a personal standpoint, I don't care how much money I make, you know, um, I, I want to know that my significant other wants to contribute to my life, you know, regardless of what Absolutely. it is that I'm making. And that's not just from a financial standpoint. I mean, pouring to me mentally, mm-hmm. you know, spiritually, all those Support. types of things. And I you think, know, like if I'm in class, you're like, hey, you could do this. You know, don't, you know, give me that exactly, word. Exactly. I got exactly. You. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I just think that society has done a really good job in changing our mentality. Now, um, mm-hmm. if me and now think that this competition, I don't think it's the competition. I think it's something that you all were asking for. Um, and now that we're here, you don't like it. <laughs> I, you know, I, I love that answer. She can talk guys. Y'all hear, let me turn to the camera. She can talk guys. I hear it first. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is why I pick all these exceptional women to be on the show because they never disappoint me. Shout out. You see Ebony right here. She's speaking that real. And my whole thing is this. It's not saying that we hate men or nothing like that. We love men. We support mm-hmm. them. I think we support them even when they don't support us. Honestly, you know, exactly. what I'm so it's not a bashment exactly. or nothing like that. But, you know, I agree with it. So mm-hmm. the, the whole concept of like women want to be men. That to me is crazy because, you know, no. for, for example, if, if there was no women, it would be no men. It would be no human, no race. You know what I'm saying? Like we at all, at life. all. So it's like, why do we get the brunt of the stick? Like why? And then if, and then you know, scientifically, right. it goes down to that. All of us go back to a black woman. So why do we as black women get the blunt, the brunt of the stick? You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Because I tell you, volatile and hard to deal with and stuff. Like, dude, like, are you not in the plight with me? It is a, a hard, a lot to deal with. You know. But I'm sorry. What were you it gonna is. say? It is. No, I mean, I was going to say, you know, at the end of the day, like I, I desire to be with someone I, like you said, like I'm, I'm not a man hater. I'm out here doing this on my own. No, I'm being patient. Um, and waiting to see um, because Colleen when I tell you some of the things that I hear that's just like a turn off you know from certain men when I say that I have two jobs and you're like oh I like that no um, because yeah because what are you doing to contribute to should, me yeah what is it what is it that you can contribute to the situation like I mean it's good I'm gonna hustle regardless of who's around me mm-hmm. but I want to meet somebody that wants to say no baby come on like relax 
you know, so, I, I got this. So let me tell um, you, just to piggyback back on that. One of the things, ironically, that you say you don't like guys that say that, you know, I have doing music. I have guy friends, etc. So you hear just how they talk about women. And one of the things that used to always kind of like unnerve me or maybe was a trigger for me is when they would start running down like a girl's resume. You know, like, oh, you know, she's a school teacher and she makes 85,000 a year. And she did, did, and I used to be like, dude, well, first of all, I'm not going to date her. Why are you telling me all her personal financial business? Second of all, why are you so excited about it? You know, and I used to say that to like, why are you so excited about that? You know, and I, you Mm -hmm. know, I would like personally, you know, if I'm not making 85 to meet or exceed, I wouldn't be so excited. I would be trying to say like, how I'm going to get there or what can I do to get there? Instead of coming back like, yes, exactly. I'm going to. And so, you know, with the joke connection, I got to do a joke connection like you real quick. Dave Chappelle, that skit when he got Oprah pregnant and he was like, yes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I hit the jackpot. <laughs> yes, you know, it's yes, a joke. Yes, yes, but yes. like you said, once again, with media conditioning. It's people, the way it is. It, that was part of the conditioning. It's the way it so is. I hate when, and I hate when women do it too. Don't get me wrong. I don't like to hear a woman like if you meet a guy and you're like, um, I went on a date with him. Well, tell me about it. Oh, he's a doctor. He makes one hundred and ninety five thousand a year. That's not attributes that I find positive. You know what I'm saying? Like, how is he as a person? Is he a serial killer that makes one hundred ninety five thousand a year? Or exactly. a person that you exactly. can grow and have a family with? You know, so I, I, I do exactly. see where the, um, what they correlate with love and relationships is, is, is crazy, both on the men and the women's side. But I, that's, that's a trigger of mine. Like, I hate when... Like, say, if you're telling me about someone, a newfound interest or dating, you know, love interest, don't come at me with their resume. You know, like, I, that's why. And especially when a guy does it, it's so lame, you know, to me. I yeah, like- I, um, I'll, oh, my apologies. No, Go no, ahead. you're good. You're good. Is that like, maybe a no, little delay I, on my side? You're good. When I was younger, um, I used to, you know, say stuff like that. Like I worked before I worked for T-Mobile, I worked for Bell, Sla- Bell South slash AT&T mm-hmm. uh, when I was in Birmingham. And like anybody who knew that people worked there knew that they made good money. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I work at AT&T and, you know, this and that. Well, really, I just put a stamp, you know, a on target my back. So, <laughs> a target I'm girl. I'm trying to tell you. So what I've found like I mean I'll say that I work at T-Mobile but I'm not gonna be the first to be like oh I'm in management you know Mm -hmm. um if you ask me you know what do I do rarely do I say I'm a real estate agent unless it's in that formal situation I may just say you know I work for T-Mobile and I let you assume what you want you can think that I work in the store you know I'm a representative whatever happy yeah I let people think that I'm Right there in the cell phone on the front line. I'm, I'm, I'm slinging the phones, girl. Yeah, you see me in my T-shirt. Yeah, I'm slinging the phone. And I digress and move on from there. And right. I, I completely... I completely feel I feel you on that now. Uh, and, you know, me, I do music. So even online, you see that I'll promote my music. Now, I, I love T-Mobile. I love my job. But same thing. Like, I just want to separate the two. And also just kind of... Because people, you start telling people where you work at and what you're doing. And they start carrying the one and start trying to calculate your pockets. I don't need that in my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You mean I that? I say, yeah, I'm a real estate agent and I work for T-Mobile. And they be like, oh, you oh. make good money. Like, why that's the first they, thing that you yeah, Right. Of? They start calculating, <laughs> carrying the wallet. Like, Wait a minute. So if I could attach my name to her check yeah. account, they start making a whole relationship out in their head. Leave them alone. So let me see here. Right. You know, I wanted to do, and this is, I'm so excited because this is, you know, leading right into my um side topic that I wanted to lead into before we end the, um, the, mm-hmm. the interview. So as allies to women, and you, to me, already proved, years ago that you are a good ally to women right now in 2021 
You know, we met in 2013, 2021, right now, present day. Would you say that you see a lot more of allies or women being allies to each other? Or do you still, do you think we have a long way to go? Like, how do you feel about that? We have a very, very long way to go. Um, I do not see the camaraderie that I wish that I would see amongst us Mm -hmm. um, across the board. I I still think that a lot of women um, see other women as competition. And I don't really want to go there, but I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there, mama. Go Um, there, (laughs) please. I'm not boasting myself for anything. Please don't think that that's the type of person that I am. Um, I I think that, and people have thought that I'm a little easy on the eyes. You know, I'm a bit shapely Mm -hmm. um, and I'm educated. I feel as if when I go into a room of women who I consider to like be this. like-minded. I, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm in the now, you know, by the, end, by the end of the conversation, by the end of whatever meeting that it is that I've attended, you know, depending upon how open-minded that person is, they might've let me in. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I feel as if I, I hit a roadblock with a lot of people just based on how you perceive that I am or whatever's going through your head, just based upon the looks of it. And I'm talking about woman to woman. I, I'm, um, I'm with you. I'm also, 100% with you. Yes. Yeah. And to that man who said we in competition with him, scratch it. We are more in competition with one another, I feel, versus us coming together mm-hmm. as a united front and progressively moving faster. I feel as if when we come together for real, the world's going to know it because we're going to be able to move very, very mountains, very quickly. Yes. Yeah. Let me tell you, I completely agree with you on all aspects of that. And that's why I asked this question because I want to like, for anyone that's out there listening, she can talk, you know, we out here, anyone listening, I want them man or woman, but in particular women and in particular, our black women, I want us to um, kind of, I want to plant that seed a little bit of like, are, am I a good ally? That's something I ask myself, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like I can't fix the past or whatever the case may be, because I think you're a product of your environment in regards to if you're in college and mm-hmm. women are competing with each other, you're going to do what? Join the competition. I want that dude. I, you, I'm going to fight this girl for him. You know, just that whole ignorance and you're part of your environment. But once you grow and mature, you kind of separate yourself. Now I come to, to you know, I ask, my, I, I check myself. I do like a personal assessment. Hey, am I being a good ally to this woman? Am I, you know, keeping in mind that, you know, because I know women, we tend to be more aggressive because we are the mama bears. You know what I'm saying? Even if we don't have any kids, like our home, our family, our, my man, we're territorial, my dog, you know, we're territorial of our stuff. So, you know, I want to say, I always try to check myself to say, hey, am I, I'm not going overboard because you don't know what she's going through. You know, like you don't know what they're mm-hmm. going through and be mindful of that. Exactly. So I, I pose these questions to women, you know what I'm saying? That I love and respect. And I see you guys, you know, you in particular in this interview right here, as you're up here because I see you making your moves and you're making an impact, you know, on women like myself. And hopefully more women that will see this will tune in and, and be like, you know what, let me follow Eb. And if they want to buy a house, we're going to leave this information right after this, y'all. After this, we're going to get the info. Yeah. But I just wanted to ask that question because I want to plant that seed, you know, and I completely agree with you. And that's why yeah. I was like 2020. I was like, I hope I'm not leading the the answer, but like present day, do you think we're there? And I agree with you completely. I don't, I think yeah, it's a long way not. to go, but I do see more of we're us not. coming together. I don't want to take that from us either. Agreed. I do see no, we are I coming do. together and, and with like, for example, you being a mentor, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, and paying it forward, not only paying it forward, but being, you know, just ethically correct, ethically and morally correct. Like, Hey, if the house goes through and you showed it, we can discuss that, you know? 
women exactly need more of that we need more of that and less competition exactly. my thing that i used exactly. to always say yeah. is like I, I I'm a shoe holic. I'm a sneakerholic. Like this is the sneaker room, but that's another story. <laughs> I love bags. You know me, Ebony. I love handbags. I'll I, I like, yeah. I ain't going to lie. I might spend a 401k on a bag, but I'm saying I digress. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I've right. gotten better. I've gotten better. But what I'm saying is I do that for me because like I went to the high school of fashion industries. I just love fashion. I used to model for Liz Claiborne. I love fashion. Right. And right. Would be, it used to bother me because people instantly think like, you like, you know, doing it for them. And that's how I learned early on that women don't get dressed for men. Like a, a man would be worried that you looking sexy, leaving the house and be like, well, who are you getting dressed for? Cause you look hella good. I got to make sure I look good. Cause these bitches be watching, you know what I'm saying? Like it'd be like that mentality. I'm be, I'm beyond that. Yeah. I'm beyond that now, but I had to go through it and then see it like, Oh no. You know, so it's like once we get, like you say, we get past all of that and realize it's not a competition. Absolutely, it needs to be more Absolutely. of a, a village and a relationship. I think we can definitely get there. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to shout. I don't want to um down any of us that are doing the work and taking the necessary steps to get there. Absolutely. So on Absolutely. that note, Ebony, I want you to give your information now because I know I've been talking to dad, talking to you to dad. Ah! She can talk. That's the name of the podcast. <laughs> but please, Eb, give them all your contact information where they can reach out to you if they want anything. Let them let go. You got the floor. Absolutely. Absolutely. So here we go. So my IG is Ebony Dream Homes. So that's E-B-O-N-I Dream Homes. Mm-hmm. Um, my website, which is currently under construction, is going to be the same thing with the number one.com. So Ebony Dream Homes one.com. If you wish to email me with any particular questions, concerns, or just want to chat, you can email me at my first name, E-B-O-N-I at K as in Kite, B as in Victor, A as in Apple dash group. So that's Ebony at K-V-A dash group.com. Now, like I said, when you're a client of mine, it's open hours. So if you want to text or call to speak with me about it directly, my phone number is 813-843-4483. So guys, I'm truthfully telling you, um, not only am I here to talk to you now, um, but from the aspect of business or real estate or anything, reach out to me. I'm definitely here. I'm an open book. I feel as if you can give anybody your playbook when you know how you're executing on your own plan. So I'm more than willing to share anything with anybody. Okay, y'all heard it here first. And if you call her, you for, don't forget to tell her, Ganga sent you, Colleen sent you, She Can Talk yes. sent you, okay? So definitely- I might I, have a little special prize. Okay. I might have a little special surprise. Y'all heard it here. My girl y'all heard it here. And I'm gonna put the link, all the information will be in the description so you can just click and go directly to it. We're gonna make it real easy for y'all as well. So tune in, like, you know, follow Ebony on IG, follow her. Uh, Ebony, I want to ask you, do you deal with first time home buyers? Like, or is it just like, do I deal with first time home buyers? Because I want to oh know. Oh my God, I love first time home buyers. Okay, perfect. Because I want to, uh, first time home buyers, you know, don't be like me and taking it to your own hands. See Ebony, you know what I'm saying? Please. Like, I have to fire my own real estate agent. Please. See Ebony. Please. And, and, you know, I already Please. know you're going to be in good hands and you'll probably come out there Thank you. more wiser, and, more comfortable than ever. So I just want to get that out and, there. Too. And that goes to, yeah, and I was going to say, too, guys, that goes to anybody. Like, yes, I'm licensed in Florida, but I can actually advise and help anybody in, in any other state. I can also do referrals out um, to agents that are going to provide you with a similar experience that I would oh. here in Florida. I also have a first-time home buyer guide on my IG page under my guides. And it's really, really simplistic, but it breaks down the entire process from beginning to end. I love it. How y'all not love it, Ebony? Do y'all love her like I love her yet? I hope so, guys. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Like we're not Look, even virtual hug. 
Yes, yes. Virtual. If I was there, girl, you know I'm a hugger. You already know. So I love you, but I don't. Know if, I'm not even done yet. You know, what I'm saying because um, I I want to go a few more minutes until the end. Like at least get, I want to get the four hour. Don't mind. But um, let me see here. Cause I, feel like I had a few more things that I had jotted down real quick. Let me see here. Mm-hmm. that's cool well, that's just, cool just to, and i didn't mean to like give the information and then jump back in but i just feel, I kind of feel like you know wait a minute i got a few more minutes with Ab. let me just talk it out or whatever right, right. so you got the first time home buyers is there anything in particular that like um you cater to like for example i know some real estate agents like hey i want to deal with um people that want to do like a usda loan or people that want to do like a va loan or do you do all like it doesn't matter what you're approved for you can come on through we could work it out and like new community. Yeah, so I, uh, the reason why I just, I just want to give them a little bit more detail because I feel like people get apprehensive when it is the b- time to buy. And I just want them to know that you're a person that deal with all different types of, uh, you know, scenarios. So don't feel like, I'm not going to call her because she's in Florida. Right. She told you, call her. It don't matter what state you're in. If you're a first time home buyer. And so please, Ebony, go ahead and tell them like, what do you like? So people can be more familiar, more comfortable about making that call and reaching out. Like, you know, what, any scenario, yeah. you know, I want them to know. So something major in real estate is making sure that you build relationships with like the top industry professionals. Um, So I have a wonderful relationship with some of the guys over at Fairway Independent Mortgage um, who take a lot of time out of their busy schedules to educate me on the different loan types, um, people that would particularly qualify for certain programs and things of that nature. Now, I don't take on mortgages at all um, because I'm not a mortgage broker, but trust and believe I have relationships with those people that are going to be able to get you qualified for what you qualify for. Um, So it's very important that you do reach out to me because don't sit back saying, well, my friend got a house, but her credit score was this and mine isn't there. Well, your situation can be different different than your friend and you may qualify to be able to purchase a home and you'll never know until you reach out to that industry professional, which I'm hoping is me, that can connect you with the people to be able to make those dreams happen. Um, So when it comes down to working in real estate, first time home buyers, when I tell you I hold your hand I hold your hand. There's not one question that you can ask that I'm like, really, did you ask that question? I don't care if you say, where does the key go in the house? I'm going to answer the question. We're going to guide you through it. Okay. Um, But um, I also have found that I'm working a lot with relocation. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have a lot of people that come from different states. I currently put under contract a vacation home for somebody in Boston. Um, I also had somebody come here from Alabama and Kentucky. And then I relocated my parents as well from Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, Thank you. Thank you. So um, those are some of the things that I do. Um, And then for my investors, um, and I'm not even talking about seasoned investors. If you're thinking about starting um, to invest in property and land and things of that nature, um, thanks to my mentor, Camilla, um, Mm -hmm. I've come to gain a lot of knowledge about how to work with off-market properties, um, builders, things of that nature. Um, So anything that you can think under the umbrella of real estate, I'm your girl. Perfect. The reason why like, it's something just at the last minute was like, you got to ask her that. And I'm so happy I did because I have a few people, especially during these pandemic times here that they want to relocate from New York. You know, New York is very like tight. It's the city it's packed and mm-hmm. you know, they make great money and they have the ability to like work remotely. Maybe perhaps it's just like so many different scenarios, Absolutely. but they don't know where to start. 
to reload with the relocation act aspect, but they're like, Hey, I'm ready to buy, you know, moving out the city. So I'm going to, I'm going to definitely send some people your way off of that alone, because I literally had two conversations with two different people about that. Like want to move their whole family. And they're like, yo, I don't know where to start. And I'm like, girl, I'll help you. We can look at it together, gotcha. but I could send you, I'd rather send them your way and send them to someone that knows. Absolutely. I mean, doing. I'll even go so far not to just pat myself on the back. Like the people that I help relocate, mm-hmm. um, write reviews, send me text messages saying like you made this process so easy. Um, and I'll kind of explain, but not to go too deep into it. Um, my current client that we just put a house under contract, mm-hmm. she saw it via email. She said that she wanted it. I wrote the contract. I'm going to go to her inspection for her. She's not going to leave Boston to come here. Dope. I'm going to coordinate a note a mobile notary to go to her to sign the documents on closing day. So she was able to obtain, view, and purchase a home in states away from her uh, without even that having so to lift dope. a finger. Um, just you, simply because let of me, the Let me look in the camera real quick. I'm so excited. Um, so see how God works. <laughs> I hope y'all listening. If y'all not, I'm going to send this episode to y'all know who y'all are. So y'all know who y'all are because we just talked about this. So look at God though. Like literally and that's just, that's the thing, like, because I'm not a real estate agent, so I can tell you what I know, maybe send you a couple of Zillow links, you know what I'm saying? But at the same right. time, you do want right. someone that's going to be able to guide you through that process and maybe even make it easier for you in the, in, the, in the capacity of, hey, look, I can't make it there right now, but if you can do this, this, and this, let's make it happen. So once again, yeah. we got you. I told you she could talk. I got you. I got y'all. Once again, also, Ebony's information is going to be right there at the bottom of this information, I mean, of the description link. And also across the screen here, you see it here, you see it here, you know, I'm probably won't, not here because I'm not on my side. It's going to be on Ebony's side. There you go, Ebony. You see it right there. You see it right there. So we're going to have all of that popping for you all. And um, that's what I love right here. Ebony, thank you so much for just being on the show with me thank today. You. And thank you for that time because I know you're busy. I know right before this, you had a show in, and you was like, hey, girl, I'm like, yes. no, you can do what you got to do. I do not want you to rush or feel like, you know, I'll push it back. And that's not a problem. And I like that, you know, no problem because you're taking the time out to come and sit and talk with us and share some jewels. I'm a little hyped guys, because I feel like these are some jewels today. I feel like if if somebody out there that it was thinking about maybe possibly buying a home or maybe even possibly becoming a real estate agent or just period changing their careers after going through a rough point in their life. And hopefully this episode will be some inspiration for you all on that. It was inspiration for me. You know what I'm saying? Because even if you're like not in, you know, saying like if you're in, you think you're good, the pandemic fucked us all up, in my opinion, you know what I'm saying? To some capacity. And that's why I started this um, podcast, because I was like, you know, I want to be able to spread some love. I feel like we need it, myself included. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, yo, we're going to do our part. So I hope you guys appreciate this. I appreciate having you out here, Ebony, today. Thank you so much for your time. Is there anything else you want to say to the people before we head out? I'm just going to tell every woman um, out there, Mm -hmm. hey, when you feel like you've hit rock bottom, that's only the beginning of something new. Amen. Do not give up on yourself ever. Don't do it. Um, I'm a living testimony of it. At a time where I thought I hit rock bottom, it was just the beginning of something great. So um, to anybody out there feeling as if, you know, they can't turn their life around, they can't get into a career um, and things of that nature, baby girl, you got the tools to be able to do it and you can do it. And even if you feel you don't have the tools, I'm just going to piggyback on that. Google. Google is your friend. Okay. You can Google it, you can search it up, <laughs> and you could be like, um, 
I didn't know this. You know what I'm saying? So you can start somewhere. You can always start somewhere. So thank you, Ebony. And I agree. All y'all out there that listen to my show, y'all already know what I say. If you like it, tell a friend. If you don't like it, tell a friend. Because either way, it ain't going to hurt to spread the word. You know what I'm saying? Ebony Dream Homes, thank you for having me. Oh, well, having me. Thank you for yeah, being on my for, show. Look, no. Because <laughs> you, you, were, you were reading my mind. Because that's exactly what I was going to say to you. It's an <laughs> honor that you even reached out to ask me. And I am so thankful. Of course. I hope that your guests were able to get what they needed. Um, and I hope that they give you good reviews because I love to come back and chat absolutely, with you guys Absolutely. Today. Let me tell you what I'm actually planning right now. It's not going to be because I have a few more guests that I'm going to be interviewing. And some of the ones that kind of get me hyped thus far, I want to bring back. But what I want to do is like a woman's round table. It may be about four or five of us. <laughs> I don't know. And it'll be like New York, LA, you know, here. And we'll yeah. just do like a round table for She Can Talk. And we can like have open topics. Like this, like this episode, I want them to know who Ebony is. So when you come back, they already know yeah. who Ebony is. Now we can get into some stuff. You know like what I'm saying? So, like you know, so like that's it. what I'm going to do. And if you're open for it, we're going to definitely talk about that offline. Like I'm saying right now to you all, you know, she can talk the podcast. We up here streaming on every platform you could possibly think of. If you like it, tell a friend. If you don't like it, tell a friend. What I'm going to do right now, I'm going to play this Webby um, I-A-D-E-P because that totally sums up this episode here. If you ask me, you know what I'm saying? It touched all the topics. So that was perfect. Shout out to you, Ev, for even bringing that up because I was like, normally that's how I do. And it never fails. It always shows. And that's my proof. You know, as I've been going on with the episodes, I'm like, yo, people don't realize that this is my proof of how music is, you know, is a narrative of life. Because just every episode, I just talk. And I don't, I don't set the episode up like, oh, I'm going to put this song in there. And every episode halfway through, I'm like, ah, that's the song we're going to play. <laughs> and it never fails. It never fails. So I'm going to leave you guys here with that Webby Independent right now. And um, go ahead, you know what I'm saying? Spread it. Tell a friend. Um, show love. Ebony, once again, thank you for being up here. She can talk, y'all. Yes. I'm out. Peace. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means, man? D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T Do you know what that means? She got her own house She got her own car Two jobs work hard You a bad bro If you ain't on set
She clean, you never smell like iron.